There is the joke about the Unitarian Universalist who did not sing well because he was always reading ahead to see if he agreed with the words. I think we can lay to rest any idea that Unitarian Universalists in general don't sing well by simply experiencing this wonderful choir. But it is true that Unitarian Universalists, and especially owing perhaps to the Unitarian side of the family, can be overly concerned with ideas and thinking. Our music committee regularly chides me for picking hymns based on the words rather than their singability and accessibility. We're working on that. But I find it an interesting springboard to talk about the power of music. Music reaches out to us and into us in a way that transcends words defies easy explanation, and invites us to experience something rather than to think about it. Aldous Huxley, quite the thinker himself, puts it this way. Music is the equivalent of some of our most significant and most inexpressible experiences. He's already saying it's inexpressible, and so he goes on to express it. By mysterious analogy, it evokes in the mind of the listener sometimes the phantom of these experiences, sometimes even the experiences themselves in their full force of life. And granted, he talks about what is evoked in the mind of the listener, but in trying to figure out why people are affected in different ways by music, and how different music may affect a single individual, he finally comes to the conclusion that it is chance or providence which decides the intermittences of the heart are subject to no known law. Or in other words, I don't know. That's just what happens. And this is to say, of course, that there is deep thinking involved in the creation of music and in the analysis of music. One has to learn the art like any other art in order to create and communicate through it or about it. And it is also to say on the receiving end, people are often at a loss for words to describe why particular music speaks to them or they have an enthusiastic abundance of words that speak to experience rather than analysis. Stephen Shabosky's character in the novel The Perks of Being a Wallflower says, I thought about how many people have loved those songs and how many people got through a lot of bad times because of those songs and how many people enjoyed good times with those songs and how much those songs really mean. Music can bring back experiences from our past, music that has marked those passages, but music can also be the experience. Or as Huxley says, sometimes music evokes the phantom 
of experiences, sometimes the experiences themselves. Nick Cave is an Australian singer, songwriter, author, screenwriter who fronts the band Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds, and he invites people to send him any question they wish to ask and publishes the question and his response on a website and in an email distribution called the Red Hand Files. This was sent to him from a fan and appeared in yesterday's column. I just heard that Andy Rourke, the bassist of the Smiths, has died. I'm not sure why I'm mentioning this to you. It just makes me sad. I don't really have anyone else to mention it to. I love the Smiths. I find it profoundly amazing how many lives music can touch, how many personal experiences and memories are created through it. I'm not sure I'm putting that into words right. Again, the inexpressible. It makes me think, did he know that years after his band's prime, people like me would still be so immensely affected by the songs that he helped to create? To really listen, and I mean really listen, to be absorbed by the senses is quite the experience, and every instrument and part is played is integral to that experience, helping to heighten and elevate it. Andy will be missed. I have no idea how terrible his family and friends must feel. I do, however, know the experience of a listener, and I hope that he knows, wherever he is, that his music will continue past him and continue to help people both cope with and more vibrantly experience this very strange thing that we call life. Nick Cave replied in part, I think we can all benefit from reading your letter to understand that the business of making music is no trivial matter and that what is created indeed reaches out long past all of us. I'm not sure I'm putting that into words right, the letter says. To really listen, and I mean really listen, to be absorbed by the senses is quite the experience. And every instrument and part played is integral to that experience, helping to heighten and elevate it. There's that same attempt to describe what is finally subject to no known law, but can be attributed only to the intermittences of the heart. The first source of our tradition speaks of direct experience of that transcending mystery and wonder. Now, while personally being very attached to words myself and believing that sometimes words can create an experience all their own, Yet on this Music Sunday, I honor the profound power of music to evoke experience. There are times when I simply don't need to read ahead. I can instead let it be a dance. 